0: Welcome to the Micro Niche Mastery Podcast, where we help you establish yourself in the perfect micro niche so you will get noticed and grow your business faster. And now your host, he is a copywriter that got tired of writing a daily email to three different tribes every single day, so he decided to delegate it. Ziv Raviv
1: Hello, and welcome to the Micro Niche Mastery Podcast. This is episode 11, and I'm here with Irene Fair, who is a sex and intimacy coach at irenefair.com. Hello, Irene. Hi,
0: thanks for having me on this
1: podcast. It's a true pleasure. And I want to kind of uh, go through the journey with you of the niching down journey because as a business coach, I understand. You know coaching helps you to get from point A to point B with your business if it's a business coach. What does it mean to be a sex and intimacy coach?
0: Well, you know, pretty much in all cultures, sex is something that you see on billboards and movies and it's everywhere. But when it comes down to actual relationships, a lot of people don't know how to get intimate with each other. They don't know how to really connect with each other. Most people do know how to have sex, but it's the intimacy piece that is challenging. And so, a sex and intimacy coach, or me as a sex and intimacy coach, I help couples create deeper connection. And specifically in my practice, in my niche, it's helping couples who sh- have struggled with this, who have gotten stuck in making love and sex work in a long term relationship to add passion and excitement and connection to their sex lives. This is for couples who are in a committed relationship, not just single people or, or people who are dating.
1: And this is already... I love it, what you're saying because you're already saying no to certain things that exist in your niche. So that's like a part of narrowing down because you basically help people in the relationships. And within the relationships, how to deepen the intimacy, enjoy a deeper, more meaningful Uh, more connected safe sex and then within that niche of helping people with the the intimacy bit you chose to not work with certain people and, and do work with others and actually be an expert on solving a unique set of problems that fall under certain categories can you tell us a little bit about like what are you an expert of
0: yes so sex is a huge huge niche. so there is different types of relationships there're polyamorous, monogamous relationships there is when you're single versus if you're coupled, there is kink and there's different positions and toys and so for me that my niche and my passion is helping couples in a long-term monogamous relationship manage and reconciliate or make sense of, Their practical lives, like as their parents, as their partners to each other, as their workers, and being lovers and making sex passionate and specifically also focusing on women's libido. So, this is even niching it further. So, you have sex in a long term relationship. And my specialty is when it's the woman who has lost her libido, which is Mm -hmm. typical, not always. It's not always something that happens, but it's usually very typical. And so that's my area of expertise.
1: The libido is a thing for that diminishes or just disappears, or it's something that a lot of women actually suffer from. It. I I, I remember reading on your blog post that the researchers about that, about like the data of at least at the very least how many women are diagnosed around this area. Can you share with us a little bit about? How serious is the situation that you help people with?
0: It's super serious. There are numbers as much as 40% of women have been diagnosed or have experienced low libido. And so many more women have never actually talked about it. I think so many women, what I see is so many women actually having this experience and assuming that this is normal. A lot of women say, I don't like sex. I don't enjoy it. I do it for my partner, usually a male partner, always. But they do it for their partners. And they still experience low libido. They experience sex as something that is hard work, that requires a lot of getting themselves in the mood, putting a lot of effort in. And so I would absolutely still call that low libido. They just assume that that's how it is, that they don't like sex. But it's really, if sex, if the sex you're having is hard work, there is something wrong here. Sex should not be hard work. Sex should be a place of pleasure, of connection, of ease, of letting go, of surrendering, of experiencing heightened levels of consciousness, not another thing that you have to do. So to me, low libido is very prevalent, whether we call it that or not.
1: As you talk, it sounds a lot like flow, like you help people establish flow, this unique awareness uh, state of heightened focus and of just um, experiencing a lot of hormones going through your, your brain at the same time, a topic that is uh, like also well-researched.
0: Absolutely. That's a heightened state of consciousness. It's a heightened state of sensation. Your body is really open. You're experiencing lots of sensory stimulation. There's release. Certainly, there's orgasm and orgasmic energy. And you know what I mentioned earlier is that most people know how to have sex. You don't need to teach about what goes into what and how how to do that. But most people don't know how to create flow in sex. They don't know how to get out of their heads and into their bodies. They don't know how to let go and. Let go of performance. Let go of being in their heads and really being in their bodies. Letting the body move them, and that's what really flow. What the state of flow is, is that you're not thinking. You know, like a surfer on a wave, they're not thinking. Now I turn right. Now I move my leg here. And now I do this. They're just in this beautiful, almost like merge in, like they have merged with a wave and they're riding it and that's what i teach in sex is how to connect at that level not just perform better not just have a better orgasm
1: because the foundation of of it all is like a very strong connection between the partners can you give a little bit of like what do you do to help two people in a long-term relationship actually get to the level where they can talk freely about sex and intimacy and they feel so safe and connected?
0: The first thing that has to happen when it's a couple is that we need to create a safe space for them to really be vulnerable. Couples who come to me, they come to me after having had stress around sex and all the different patterns that get developed. And so they come with distress, they come with walls up, they come with these protection mechanisms trying to protect their hearts from disappointment, from rejection, from from being humiliated or laughed at. So the key thing is to establish safety between them, to allow them to put down those walls and to open their hearts to each other again. Otherwise, you can't really move on with this work, with the sex work. If there's no safety, they're going to revert to performance (laughs) which is what we're trying to avoid to begin with. So safety is key. What's also really important is helping people connect to themselves first. The way I talk about it is if your feeler is off, if you can't feel yourself, if you cannot connect to your own body and to your own feelings, your feeler is going to be off for your partner too. There's just one feeler in us. And so... Literally, there's an on and off switch, and so starting to reconnect to yourself, hearing your body, understanding what it's saying, is really key to then be able to connect to another human being. You know, I can spend hours talking about kind of the biology and the the neuroscience around that, but we are feelers. We create connection by feeling each other by right? mirroring. What is happening in each of us? So if there's walls, there's no mirroring. There's no connection. And we have to create that vulnerability. But it starts with, with us and our own relationship to our body, our pleasure, our desires, and learning how to speak them and honor them.
1: So when you started uh, like niching down and talking mainly about low libido and sexless marriages, and specifically female low libido, You have uh, established your name as a writer. Uh, You you had a blog. You still have a blog, a successful blog, and you wrote about these and you shared a lot of personal stories from your own experiences. And that actually created for you something that is not just a blog, but it's a successful business. Can you tell me a little bit about what drew you towards? this type of marketing?
0: My story, which actually is very much related to this work, my story of losing my own libido in my marriage and ending up in a sexless marriage because of me, this is what created my business. This was the inspiration. And when I started to openly talk about my own story, there were so many women that started appearing out of nowhere, sharing similar experiences. Like They were going through that, or they had gone through it, or they are facing that challenge right now. And that was a moment when I realized, wow, this kind of marketing based on my own story, my own experience is incredibly powerful, especially in this area. Most people don't talk about sex or when they do talk about sex, it's about conquests and fun positions and all the things that are really cool and usually the things that we do when we're single but once couples get into a committed relationship conversations about sex stop everything is happening secretly behind closed doors in the bedroom of the couple and so when i started to share my experiences i gave a lot of permission for women and what helped my business to take off was an article was a blog basically that i published in the huffington post That attracted thousands and thousands of page views and brought thousands of women to my website. Again, women who were like, wow, this is it. This is my story, too. I'm experiencing this. And so, in this niche, this kind of marketing is powerful, helping women understand that they're not alone, that where they're going through is not uncommon. That it's not normal, but it's not uncommon. And that I understand what they're going through. And that provides a lot of relief for women. And that's an incredible, powerful tool to also draw women in with a solution. Here, this is what I have. I've gone through it and I can help you.
1: And actually, there are a lot of uh, like micro problems in this situation that you understand so personally and and that you've researched as well with a lot of professional scientific tools as well as like with a lot of uh, clients of yours there are a lot of micro problems that you actually solve and publish in your blog can you tell us a little bit about some of the responses you got from your readership from people that like your email list and are in touch with you
0: I take a really holistic approach to this, that so many sexual issues, especially women's libido, they're connected to, for example, the level of connection in the relationship between the partners. They're connected to how confident the woman and also her partner, how they feel at work, how confident they feel at work, what kind of relationship they have to money, what kind of relationship they have to trust, like if they trust or they, they feel safe in the world, if they feel supported. And so I write on a lot of different topics, certainly sex and passion in the long-term relationship, but then also how to create that connection, how to speak your own desires, how to name what's happening for you, how to learn to relax, how to trust how to find your passion at work, even in relationships with kids. And so, you know, again, what I get from my readers is that they feel really understood because everything is connected to everything in our lives. And there is this cultural myth that you can go to a career counselor and it's completely unrelated to a sex coach. But in reality, it's all you. It's all your confidence. It's all your belief systems. They're all one and they're all together. And so of course, I don't do career coaching and things like that. But it's a holistic approach and people really appreciate it. They resonate with that quite a bit.
1: And also they get value just by reading your blog. So there's no like uh, blog that you wrote without an intention to share an important story, to inspire, or to literally shed light on something that is usually hidden and hard to know with even practical tips. And as a result, people resonate and they want to read it and they share it in in all sorts of ways. And and I'm guessing that when Huffington Post uh, decided to ask you to write for them, you already had uh, an established blog to some degree right
0: yeah i was writing for the huffington post for for a couple of years and so yeah and writing in different different venues so, and i was going to mention too that so much of the content that comes in that i write in my blog comes from what i hear and what i learn from my clients that they reveal so much of the things that really matter to them. So I'm constantly learning from clients and I'm constantly connecting the dots and bringing those learnings to to my audience, helping them connect the dots, helping inspire them to take action, helping them to, to take charge of their lives. If I have a client couple who are going through this, I'm sure there's at least 100 other couples going through something similar and of course, I don't share any confidential information that that's incredibly important. But that I take these kind of archetypal situations, archetypal couples, and I share similar challenges in my blog.
1: I want to go back to talking about the business side of things. Uh, because if as a listener to this, I think that what uh, we get to you chose to talk about something that you're passionate about, something that is personal and you did this in a vulnerable way, in an authentic way, in, in a consistent way for years, not just on your blog, but also in other blogs. And you've created people that are a part of your tribe, that are your subscribers, your, your audience. And so they, so, I, so they understand that you went micro with the direction and you got noticed. But how do you actually... like What's the process of making money out of this? What's like What do you do... To actually get someone from just listening to what you write, like listening to your advice, reading what you write, and from there actually paying money to you.
0: So there's different kinds of people who come to my website. And I am very SEO driven. So I am on the first page of Google and several critical keywords. And the people who come to my website... You can fall into different camps. One group is they know they want to work with me. They may have read an article. They may have heard a podcast that I was on. And right away, they have like, I want to work with her. She's it. And so usually they go straight to the consultation. And a lot of the times they need to convince me that they want to hire me. I don't really need to do the work. Yeah, they're just really set on working with me. And then there's another group who are checking out information. They're not ready to make a decision. They're not clear. Again, their readiness level is not there. Maybe it's it's a new problem. Maybe they just haven't worked up the courage to, to say yes to this work. Because of course, this is incredibly vulnerable work. Your sex life encompasses everything. Like I said, worthiness, confidence, love, all these things. And so they go into a flow of emails, receiving lots of value and information, learning about different aspects and you know, in business speak, warm, getting warmed up. And really for me, my goal is to get them the information they need so that they can solve the problem right away or getting them to make a decision to get support, to buy an online program or to hire me as a coach or to hire someone else, but to do something. Because the worst thing is is having someone who is who knows that they need change, but who are feeling powerless to do that. So for me, it's really guiding them to make that decision, to act one way or another, to get the solve, and to, to get that burden or the challenge taken care of.
1: If someone wants to experience that, like to actually... Get into your email list, see what you do in there, and experience the the level of awareness to the options for solutions that you have and that exist in the in the world. What can people do how they how can they join this experience?
0: So one of the easiest ways is to go on my website and uh, in the blog section there's a a way to sign up to receive basically announcements of new blog posts. And also, I offer a free online training. It's a three-video training that's called How to Want Sex. And it's designed and written for women. But I'm just amazed at how many men sign up for this. And I'm really awed by how many men are curious, how how many men want to support their partners. And so that three-video series, you get... The videos themselves, and then you're put into the queue to receive then announcements for the blogs, for the writing, and all sorts of valuable gifts and insights.
1: Sweet. Arinka, thank you so much for sharing with us your business and the details of it. I think that I wanna like wrap up just with a little bit more value for the listeners whenever they are. So if there's a, a female listener right now. Listening to this and thinking that she understands that you help women with low libido, but basically uh, she has a problem that is uh, like it's her fault and that she's broken because she doesn't have the same libido as her partner. Uh, What would you like to tell Irene? Mm.
0: As I hear you describe the scenario, of course, it touches me personally because I was that woman questioning my own my own sexuality and whether I was sexually broken. And so for me, the response really deeply comes from my heart. And what I want to say is that there are good reasons why your body may not be receptive to sex or open to sex right now. And actually means that you are healthy, that you're not sexually broken, but that your body is actually starving of nutrients. It's starving of things that it needs to thrive. And so, if I can actually get through to this woman that I want to say, "Yeah, you're not broken, but listen to your body, listen to part of you that says that I don't have what I need. I wish I could have this or that because that's the part that has information. And I highly recommend the the three part video training that I mentioned how to want sex again, because I go really deeply in, in helping women understand what women's libido is what traps we get we fall into that actually have us lose our libido and really zoom in on this message of it's actually a healthy response to lose your libido when something is missing in your life doesn't mean you're broken but let's get you fed let's give you the nutrients let's set up your relationship to give you what you
1: need when you do get what you need and follow your your process to fill up your cup, uh, as you call it. Can you tell us, just paint us uh, a hopeful picture of what happens on the other side uh, with some of your success stories?
0: Yeah, so imagine having playful touch sessions with your partner where you're fully in the moment and you are not worried about whether this is going to lead to sex or will you be able to perform or is this going to hurt, but really truly enjoying each other in touch and kissing and making out in a way restoring some of that energy from the beginning. Imagine also having sex grow out of mundane situations, not having to get yourself in the mood to have sex, but having the ease and flow in your day and feeling connected to your partner that you want to rush into their arms at the end of the day. And imagine... Feeling really heard and seen and understood by your partner that again makes you feel close to them and allows your body to relax and then leads to more touch, more kissing, more making out, and more sexual connection. Ultimately, it's having more ease, where more sex is not something you work hard at or you have to strategize or do things, but that it flows naturally and that it's rooted in connection. It's rooted in being close with each other, vulnerable, heard, seen, and also desired. Right, feeling that desire from each other, and having it be easy, having it be flowing, having it be literally an easy part of your life.
1: Wonderful. Thank you for uh, showing us like the there is hope, and that uh, what are the some of the results that people that work with you get. I really appreciate when someone not just. Chooses a niche or a micro niche, or within it something that is aligned with who he is, and something that like that that has a good marketing strategy, but also that you actually solve a problem in the world, that you actually help transform people's lives, and that's something that you are very passionate about, uh, clearly. And uh, I'm super
0: honored to do this work too because. My clients let me into their lives, into their hearts, into their homes, into their families, even though we do all the work over Zoom. But of course, it's a very intimate relationship because we talk about very intimate things. And I'm just so incredibly grateful to be doing this work, to be led in this way into people's lives and to have this kind of meaningful role in creating love, really having them feel loved sharing love and making love, of course, in their relationships, which also extends to their families, to their children, everywhere, work, everything, right? The halo effect. So I'm grateful, I'm humbled, and I'm incredibly privileged to have created this and to have this business feed me and nourish me both energetically and of course, financially as well.
1: Thank you. And uh, if you want to learn more about Irene Fair's consultation and like all the things that she teaches uh, for free on her blog, go to irenefair.com and we'll put uh, the link to the site on the show notes. And I want to thank you everyone for listening for yet another episode in the Micro Niche Mastery Podcast. See you next week.
0: This show was brought to you by DailyCookie.co, where you can finally feel supported daily email love. Now delegatable. Visit dailycookie.co for a collection of free resources on how to use copywriting and daily emails to grow your micro niche business today.